What is up, friends? This is Ashley Stanley Encouragement. By the time you guys hear this episode, it will be September 16th. Oh my gosh, is it so crazy how fast time is going, you guys? I just want to give a quick shout out to everybody who supports this podcast. You guys are amazing. I thank you so much for listening and just sharing the episodes. And uh, I really, really hope this is adding value to your life. But thank you for listening. It's such a blessing. I was looking at the stats today. It looks like it's in 20 different countries. I was like, wow, Lord, that's amazing. And so thank you guys for listening to the podcast. And I hope it continues to grow. And I just thank you guys for your support. It really encourages me. I love sharing with people the things God has done in my life because I know the magnitude it's done in my own heart. And let me tell you something right now. If you are a person out there who is seeking to build anything, okay, uh, or be an influencer in the world, one lesson that God has been really drilling in my head, I'm going to say the last two and a half, three years, is that whatever you put out in the world has to benefit you first. You have to be so convinced of the things you're sharing with other people first. And that's also going to keep you in a space to keep going if it's not growing as quick as you would like it to or whatever, right? Whatever you're expecting, okay? Um, Maybe in your mind, you're not making the impact you want to or, you know, you're not making any money or whatever, right? You have your own goals and your own, uh, you know, expectations and and dreams and visions to why you want to do the thing that you're doing. And I think it's so just the other thing I was just thinking just now is how important it is for it to have that sort of eternal and internal reward first, right? It can't be attached to anything um, kind of external, right? Because that stuff doesn't always come. So, you know, it's got to really be in the soil of your own heart as to the, the benefits that the things you talk about benefit your own life first, right? And that um, you have evidence in your own life And so you guys, I just, I want to encourage anybody out there with that, especially, like I said, if you are someone who wants to influence and reach the world, that's amazing. Um, We know God wants us to go out and make disciples and advance the kingdom. But I think, again, we have to know the kingdom so much in us, just like Jesus did, right? Jesus knew the kingdom wasn't him. He knew the father wasn't him. He knew the father loved him. Um, He knew he had authority. He, He knew he had a purpose. He knew he had a vision and a mission. And I think Um, even us as his disciples, we really got to get that grasped in our own life and heart first. So that way, when the haters come, the Pharisees come, uh, just the, sometimes, um, the, 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 the journey itself, right. It gets a little bit long. Um, it takes a lot of consistency, dedication, um, those daily things that we got to do, you know, um, you know, the perseverance, the endurance side of it at times, um, you know, let, let what you produce, be it to your benefit first, right? It's got to feed you. It's got to encourage you. Um, And that's what's going to sustain you. So anyway, that's a super long-winded introduction, you guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you guys for your support. If anybody ever wanted to sponsor the podcast, you could for like 99 cents a month, up to like 10 bucks a month, whatever you would decide in your heart to, uh, you know, just to sponsor it, you guys. Um, What would I use the money for to be completely transparent? Um, Maybe I'll buy myself a coffee. You know, I don't know if there's any coffee drinkers out there. Um, you know, I'm trying to think. I need. I really need to get a website going, you guys. That is the next thing I need to do. I'm going to be getting off the Facebook platform. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm getting off of it. I'm sick of the censorship. Um, I just see this sort of communist mindset coming out with uh, Facebook and just the censoring. And, you know, people, oh, Ashley, don't get political. You guys, I'm telling you, 
Um, your view of God will reflect the way you govern yourself and govern a nation. And so I, they're inseparable, right? You can't talk about the government without talking about God because the government is a reflection of people's view of God. I'm like, you can't separate it. And so um, I'm going to talk about it. And, uh, you know, if you don't like that, you don't, you don't got to listen to this episode, right? <laughs> you guys, I'm just trying to be super honest with you, but I'm going to be getting off of Facebook. So I told my husband, I really need to make my own website. I was supposed to do that. I think the beginning of this year, but uh, we got this really cheap domain thing on here and I don't know what it was, but the tools they had, it was just crappy, okay? So I actually would like to just buy my own software from like Best Buy or something and, and do a website thing that way. So that's my goal, you guys, is to get a website going by the end of the year and get my book published. I know I got a lot of stuff going on. I hope you guys too. I hope you guys got a vision for your life. Um, so what was I just going to say? I'm getting off of Facebook. Um, I'm going to be closing my Facebook account. And I think the end of this month or actually the end of August, it would be this. So it's a little late notice by the time y'all hear this episode, but, um, I'm jumping on parlor. It's kind of like a Twitter, but it's, uh, definitely a lot more. You can, you know, be free, especially if you're a Christian. And if you're a Christian who loves America, you know, you can talk about it. You're not going to be censored. So I'm going to be jumping on that platform. Um, I'm and I'm going to keep my Instagram, you know, I want to keep my Instagram and, um, parlor. And then there's another Facebook. It's supposed to be, it's like USA life. Um, I'm not sure too much of that. I haven't jumped on that a whole lot. Um, I did download the app. It's kind of like a Christian, uh, you know, Amer. if, if you, especially if you live in the United States, um, then you understand more and more the values we have, which I could say maybe not though, because you know what, this is the craziest thing. Guys, I'm going on a tangent. I'm sorry. It's really strange that we are like the only country in the world that teaches their children, not maybe you individually, but I'm talking like the public school to hate their country. It's absolutely insane. What nation teaches the next generation to hate their nation? I mean, only the United States. I'm sorry, you know, but I've seen it and it's absolutely disgusting, right? I mean, why would anybody do that? And so, you know, it's really sad that a lot of people who live in the United States don't understand the value um, of the nation they live in, right? You know, it's kind of like the, it's kind of like the rich kid that's had everything, right? You know, and uh, then you've got other people who've come from the, the gutter and they appreciate things a little bit better. I hate, I mean, I hate to make that comparison, but it, it's really true in the sense of uh, people don't value what we have over here because they've never lived in another situation. I've never lived in another country. So it would be completely ignorant of me to, to act like I know what it would be like. Now I've seen some things, <laughs> on YouTube, right? Like that's a great experience. It would be really good, I think, to, to have, to go to other countries and to kind of, you know, just have that multicultural experience. But, you know, I, I just think we take it for granted over here. So I'm just praying that God will restore this nation. Anyway, you guys, I've already been on here for seven minutes. I keep talking, but uh, yeah, so I'm going to be getting off social media, uh, Facebook, Parlor. That's another social media app. I can put it in the description of this podcast episode if you guys want to check it out. And then USA Life. I'm really hoping that one grows a little bit. Um, it's definitely a Christian and it's definitely, you know, pro-America in the sense of, you know, the values that America has, freedom, you know, the the the, uh, the ten, not Ten Commandments, the Bill of Rights, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, um, you know, all these kind of things, you guys. So anyway, holy moly, Ashley, you just sat there for eight minutes and talked somebody's ear off. I want to talk to you guys today about is love enough for you? is love enough for you. And I just want to be transparent and just kind of share my own experience with this revelation this morning. 
while I was spending time with God because, uh, you know, have you guys ever needed something from God? Like, I'm for real. Have you ever needed something and it was something huge? Like, it was a big thing, right? Um, I've definitely been in that situation time and time again. And I find myself in, in that situation again now, you know, needing something from the Lord. Now, by the time I hear this episode, you guys hear this episode, this thing that's going on in my life should already had have passed. So uh, I don't know what it'll be like, right? I know God's faithful. I know it's going to be good. Um, so uh, I'm sort of speaking ahead of myself, um, I guess. But, uh, well, okay. Anyway, I'm getting lost in this thing. The revelation I had today um, about, you know, is, is, is God enough corresponds to a need I have right now in my life. And um, I want to share it with you guys just in case you can relate because, you know, this need that I have, it's, it has to do with money, right? I mean, has, do you guys ever need money? Seriously, is there anybody out there that's like, Lord, I need money, right? And so um, just being in that situation of needing some money and, you know, I'm like, okay, Lord, I need money. I can ask you. But have you guys ever like not really like you've asked God, but you're still kind of like, well, I don't know. You're still worried about it. You're still stressing about it. Um, or, you know, you think you have to do something, right? I got to be responsible or maybe you judge yourself. Well, maybe if I would have done this, I wouldn't have to ask God or I don't know. You guys, I I can only speak for myself. That's how I approach things. Sometimes I, I one of my values is responsibility. However, it can sort of be my own kryptonite. In a way, um, it can get used against me a lot, especially in my relationship with the Lord. The enemy really likes to hang that over my head. Oh, yeah, Ashley, you weren't responsible, right? So then I'm like, oh, crap. And I can like overanalyze and just be absolutely just way overboard with this thing. Anyway, so I was thinking about my need, right? Lord, I need some money. Anybody else out there need money? Okay. And, you know, so I was thinking about that and I started looking at the different scriptures and, you know, I think it's Matthew. You guys, know, you guys know the parable of the rich young ruler when he was rich and he was like, what must I do? And then uh, the Lord told him, you know, give give away everything you have, right? And the guy went away sad and, and then uh, God says, you know, how it's impossible for the rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. And then the disciples go, oh, well, what about us? You know, what about us? And isn't that funny that they said that? I think there's things that even the disciples knew about the kingdom of God that us as believers today are completely void of this understanding. Um, you know, I think the disciples knew being that they were, you know, were underneath the teachers of the law. They understand the, you know, kind of how God was in terms of covenant and promise, um, how he was back in the day, you know, in terms of, you know, blessing the people that followed him. You know, so I think it was just like this normal sense that when you follow God, you're going to be blessed, right? You're going to have everything you need. And I think that they knew that. And all of a sudden the Lord is saying, if you're rich, it's going to be hard for you to enter the kingdom of heaven. And his disciples were like, well, what the heck, you know, well, what, what's going to happen with us? Right. And then, and then Jesus was like, uh, yeah, he goes, those who heard this ask, who then can be saved? Right. Cause I mean, if, if, if you're going to be a Christian, God's going to bless you. I know that's hard for a lot of people to, to wrap their mind around, especially honestly myself, because of the church I was in a lot of times, um, if you thought about God blessing you, they equated it to a prosperity gospel and they just like would completely flip it around to where uh, it, it became really an accusation against the church, right? That, you know, we somehow accepted into the church. And um, anyway, so 
He goes, those who heard this asked, who then can be saved? Jesus replied, what is impossible with man is possible with God. Peter said to him, we've left, we've left all. We have left all we had to follow you. Truly I tell you, Jesus said, no one who has left home or wife or brothers or sisters or parents for the sake of the kingdom of God will fail to receive many times as much in this age and in the age to come eternal life, right? So anyway, I was thinking about that, right? And I was like, you know, Lord, I know that you say that we're blessed, that we're heirs and help me to, to live in that reality, right? So then I started thinking about, you know, God's God's word around us being his sons and his heirs. And so then my mind went over here to Romans 8, you guys. So I went from, uh, I'm trying to walk you through the scriptures that I read this morning. So it was Luke 18, okay? And uh, and then I went over here to, to Romans 8. So I was reading through Romans 8. Um, I was looking at the verse. I read the whole chapter, by the way, you guys. And um, it said, uh, the spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you will live in fear again rather the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship and by him we cry out a father and so i was like okay lord you say i'm your father that i'm your father and i'm your daughter excuse me guys that i'm your father that i am your daughter and you are my father and help me to understand that i mean honestly do you guys understand what it means to be a child of god i mean have you ever asked god to give you that revelation in such a way that it would just really just permeate your mind and your heart where you have no doubt and no care, right? You actually live out the scripture when it says that, um, excuse me, the Lord is your shepherd. He shall not want. He makes you lie down in green pastures, leads you beside still waters. He restores your soul. And that, um, you know, you don't have anything to worry about, what you'll eat, what you'll drink, what you'll wear. Everything is yours. Um, you know, that you are just so aware of your father like Jesus was right? I mean, what did he do when he needed stuff? He just asked his father, right? He asked his father and he was confident. And I think the church these days is, is lacking that understanding of who they are in terms of being God's kid. So I'm like, Lord, reveal to me in a deeper understanding that, that I'm your daughter, that you're my father, right? And that I can come to you and the spirit I have doesn't make me a slave, right? That, I, that I'm, a, I'm a child. I'm not a slave to God. I'm his kid. And that's completely different. Right? So then, as I was meditating on that, I looked over here in verse, um, and was it verse 31? He goes, what then shall we say in response to these things? Right? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also, along with himself, graciously give us all things? Right? So God will graciously give us all things. He already gave us a son. Right? So then it says, Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who who, who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? right and then in verse 37 no in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us right so it says who shall separate us from the love of christ the love of christ is supposed to be so strong in us that none of those things will ever come against us right any type of thing that would you know trouble hardship persecution famine nakedness sword danger right i mean that's a function of salvation isn't it What's salvation? 
any means of deliverance from danger, evil, or ruin. That is the function of God's grace in our life. That's why he came. That's why Jesus came for us is to save us, to give us salvation. And just realizing that he was saying, you know, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? How the love of Christ is what deliver us, delivers us from all these difficulties. So then I was like, do I not think love is enough? It says love is the thing that's going to deliver me. Why, why, why do I struggle with that, right? And so then as I was thinking about that scripture, as I was meditating on love, right? It says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Love is the glue for us, right? With the Lord. So then my mind remembered that scripture. Of course, that's the Holy Spirit. He reminds us of things he's taught us. And so I went over to 1 John 4, when it talks about uh, perfect love casts out fear, right? So I start thinking about perfect love and relying on the love God has for us. So you go to 1 John 4. It says, this is how we know that we live in him and that he in us. He has given us of his spirit and we have seen and testify that the father has sent his son to be the savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the son of God, God lives in them and they in God. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. I was like, wow, you guys love is, is and think about what it says about first Corinthians 13. Love never, love never fails. God will never fail. God is love. God will never fail. And I'm like, wow, Lord, why do I think you're going to fail? Why do I think love will fail? Because God is love. Nothing will separate us from the love of God. Why? What's up with that, right? So I was just like, wow, Lord, give me a greater revelation, you know? And so me and my husband started talking about, you know, think about maybe we do this subconsciously, you guys. Honestly, I think is when I was growing up, both of my biological dad, he completely disowned me. Like I, he said I was a secret life. I was publicly disowned at his own, at his funeral. I wasn't even acknowledged as being his daughter. You guys, it was, it was the most heartbreaking. One of the most heartbreaking things I've ever been through was going to his funeral and standing back at the very back of the room. I was pregnant with, I think baby number six at the time and, uh, wasn't even acknowledged being his daughter. Nobody even knew that he had a second daughter until he died. So, and my older sister Gosh, I think she's like 41 or something right now. She didn't even know that I was her sister until the day our dad died, which I think he died in 2012. So her whole life, she had no idea. And, uh, you know, I knew about her and I would ask him, I'd be like, hey, you know, dad, when are you gonna let me meet my sister? And he, he would be like, Ashley, you're my secret life. So there's that injury, right? And then my stepdad, he did the best he could, but he was super in and out, in and out, in and out, wasn't reliable. Um, you know, he, he did his best. As, as all parents do, right? So anyway, you guys, just realizing that those issues of trauma as, a, as growing up as a child, how much they've really impacted my ability to know that love will never fail because the love that was in my life did fail me, right? And my, my definition of love, the person, that person that God sent me to be loved to me in that way, they failed. They failed miserably. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
And obviously, uh, you know, you look at human beings and you realize, you know what? Everyone has their own insecurities, their own fears. Being an adult now, I can look at it from a completely different perspective. But kids at the time, they don't understand it. It's different. So anyway, just I'm like, you know what, Lord, help me not to filter you through those things, through those injuries, right? Help me, Lord, to receive greater love. Help me to be so rooted in love. Because you guys, have you ever needed something from God? And then you're praying about it. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're kind of like, oh, I don't know, Lord. And then he comes through. And then you're like, dang it, Lord, I wish I would have trusted you more. You guys, I've done that so many times in my relationship with God. And, you know, it's different now where I'm like, you know, what, Lord, I've done that. But I want it to be different. You know, I just want to live in the reality that I'm your daughter and I have absolutely nothing to worry about. You guys get what I'm saying? I have nothing to worry about. Um, you know, you are my father. And so just give me a greater definite, give me a, give me a greater revelation of what it means to be your child in the kingdom of heaven and help me to realize that love is enough. You say love will never fail. I can rely on your love. So teach me to do that, Lord, in, in a greater capacity. And uh, you guys, I think that's going to save our, that's going to save our butts. Like literally, that's going to save our life, that truth right there. So I want you guys to ask yourself that question today. Are you guys convinced of the love of God in your life? Okay. Is God's love enough? And if you say no, did you know it's okay to be honest with God? At what point are we as Christians going to realize that his sacrifice was enough? There's no condemnation or shame in Christ. You got to be willing to acknowledge those places in your heart where God's love is void. Right? How many of you grew up in God's love? I didn't. I mean, the only ones who did was Adam and Eve. Other than that, it was just passed down, right? Sort of like regurgitated in that way. But for someone to, to truly live in it, that's an individual experience. You know, we, and our parents can do their best to teach us those things. But like for my parents, were not consciously trying to live in the love of God or live in his, his, his live in his uh, reality or his plans or whatever. My parents were off in their own little lala land, right? And so I think it's just going to be really important for us as individuals to let God take us on this journey to get the love that we need from him that we don't even realize that we need at times. You know, especially if, you know, uh, you are doubting God or you're like, oh man, I don't know. It's like, you know what, Lord, make me perfect in love. Help me to receive your love and rely on your love. And I think a lot of times we focus on what we're supposed to do, but we got to let the Lord love us first. That's why it says we live and rely on the love God has for us. That is something to be received. And that is a very vulnerable position. It's much easier to live in the defense where I'm in control and I have to give, but it's much different when we have to receive what we need from God. And, you know, I think um, that's really where we're going to get our most power and authority, right? Is when we let God love us. Because you're going to be so overflowing. You're obviously going to want to share that with other people. And, you know, I think that's kind of a natural process. And so anyway, you guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get off this podcast today. I know I talked about a lot of things. Um, you know, I just hope it encouraged you. So ask yourself that question today. Ask God, um, is love enough for you? And if it's not, ask him to give you a greater revelation of the love he has for you. Like in whatever area that is, or just in your heart, you know, um, th- you guys, this is a lifelong journey. I've been following the Lord for almost 15 years. I think it's been 15 years actually. And uh, just realizing that, you know, it's gonna be a journey of needing love. Cause what the truth is you guys being in this world, your love is gonna get wounded by people, right? 
you're going to get hurt. You live in the world with evil, good and evil. Both have to be accepted. Both have to be, you know, you you have to accept the fact that people aren't going to love you the way you need to be loved. And there's gonna, so then you're going to need some grace for that from God, right? To neutralize the injury of that and uh, let God love you in those places. So anyway, you guys, I hope you have an awesome rest of the week. Thanks again for supporting the podcast, you guys. Continue to share it um, with your friends. And, you know, uh, you guys leave me a review on iTunes. If you do listen to it through iTunes, um, you can jump on. I do have a Facebook page. I'm not sure if it's going to be open anymore. Once I, I close my personal account, I don't I don't think my my public page will be ready. I'm going to see if it will be. Um, you know, I don't think they censor any of my posts on there. But uh, anyway, you guys. Share the podcast with your friends. And uh, I just, you know, thank you guys for all your support. Thanks for listening. Have an awesome rest of the week. And I will see you guys next time.